welcome to No Shock Sherlock, the podcast about the trailer for the movie Detective Pikachu. I am John Barr. Uh, I am now, and now that I am in quarantine, the Pokemon are returning to the tall grass. Nature is healing. We are the virus. <laughs> and I'm joined today by Liam and Eric. How you doing, boys? Pretty good. good. Liam is especially I... the virus. Yeah. What? <laughs> explain yourself. I agree, but also explain. <laughs> I'm just talking about all the Pokemon you've killed. Oh, yeah. Well, but that's not virus-related. That's more, like, bloodlust-related. No, I thought it was all mm. bio-weapons. Oh, I wish. I wish. But what, no, I'm what not that fun insane. energy we're taking into this kid's movie. No, if anything, this is just going to help us really capitalize on the uh, Tiger King uh, moment in the zeitgeist. Because <laughs> I still haven't seen it. People are really into violence against animals right now. How can we tap into yeah. that? It's really As big. it turns out, <laughs> big bummer. Um, but what's not a bummer by any stretch of the means is the incredible trailer for the film Detective Pikachu. How many how many times have you seen this trailer since it came out? Uh, less than a year ago. Fun. F- oh no, no. The trailer the came out more than, came a out less than a year ago. But that is trailer, correct. The trailer has been around before time. They they found etchings of it uh, in cave paintings. Uh, it's in the Louvre. They merely released it into the wider world. They didn't create it. Yeah. You don't create the Detective Pikachu trailer. The Detective That's Pikachu actually why the you. movie industry was created, is because they saw this amazing art, and they were like, how can we create pictures that move with such, such vigor and such life? And it's taken yeah. this long for the CGI, the VFX industry, to catch up to the vision Pika- exactly pikachu is actually conducting that train in the famous train robbery movie where everybody thought the train was gonna kill him That's my favorite thing in the world mm. to reference and you know speaking of trains you know taking this metaphor further you know it's like detective pikachu the film is like the mew of the movie universe in that it is a perfect being that we cannot hope to replicate and when we do we get the mewtwo of movies which is to say cats <laughs> Featuring a train. It was under yes. the truck the whole time. And Squirtleshanks, <clears throat> the railway cat, my favorite Pokemon. Uh, oh, he's the best. Yeah, he's a great a great normal fighting type. Maybe fighting steel? Yeah, I mean, and definitely one of his uh, special attacks is the ability to give all of his opponents and allies tap shoes for a great choreographed number. I'd, I'd say the strongest number in the movie, I think. Maybe oh, other I... than the opening, where you're just so like, what's going on? What's happening? Why did I see a human person and then a cat person? See, this is good information because the opening number is the one part of Cats I have not seen. So what? I it gotta... is easily the best part. It, oh. it only gets worse from there. I, well, that I can definitely agree with. Uh, Eric, you're, you'll never see Cats, right? I did not see the Cats movie. But you'll never see it, right? I, I, I wouldn't say never. Okay. I just was taking a, a stab. However, I do know, like, the Broadway show pretty well. Uh, I, yeah? I, as a kid, I saw the, like, the Broadway show movie that they did where, like... The uh, 1998 VHS where, where, where uh, they have Force Lightning? Yeah, the, ma- the magician cat has Force Lightning, yes. Uh, his name of is course. Mr. Mistopheles. Yes, magical Mr. Mistopheles. Should we should we kind of no navigate good. back towards Detective Pikachu? Uh, well, much cats, like the cats fur, in fur, Cats. Pikachu. Boom. Done. Back to Pikachu. Oh, I was also good. Yeah. 
No, and hey, some of the cats wear hats. Who else wears a hat? Detective Pikachu. That's how you know what his job is. Looks so, very. He looks very cute in it, though. So here's my thing about Detective Pikachu. I feel like, as as I I had a, a fun time at the movies with it, but I still feel like Ryan Reynolds wasn't the perfect person to voice Pikachu. And I know everyone's like, oh, Danny DeVito, and like, yeah, that would have been fun too. But I I think you have complete creative control at warner brothers who are you casting to voice dear sweet pikachu that's a very interesting question liam and and this is a question that has come up uh many a time on this podcast and uh i think at this point uh, if i truly could pick anyone i would pick james gandolfini now obviously there are some problems associated with trying to cast him in a movie that came out a little less than a year ago but i still think he would be the perfect choice. Yeah, he'd be pretty good. Eric? Harvey Firestein. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, my answer of Tom Waits is kind of done because Harvey Firestein is the better version of that joke. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> all that matters is that we together came up with great choices. Yeah. That's really what's important. Mm. All right, so the trailer. Yes. Is this specifically the trailer where they play that Louis Armstrong song? Uh, at this point, uh, this show uh, encapsulates both trailers, uh, both main trailers. The first of which is that trailer, the one that you're talking about. And then the second one being the one where we are introduced to Lickitung. Uh, and yes. the fact that Detective Pikachu has a caffeine addiction. Yes, 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 right. yes. Uh, is it bad that I have those details memorized? No, no. I, I, I would be. You're the host of this podcast. I it, would. It yeah, I would expect me knowing that you know this. I would expect nothing less from your chosen field of scholarship. Yeah. Excellent. Um, what Pokemon were you disappointed didn't make it into the cut of the final film? Um, you know, it's it's not a Pokemon that didn't make it in, but it's a Pokemon that got little to no screen time, and that is Totodile. Uh, ah. for quite a while now, I've maintained that Totodile is my favorite Pokemon, and they, there were Totodile in the film, but they were only in, like, a picture of, uh, Bill Nighy, like, a picture of him with Pokemon in the wild to be like, oh, look at me, I'm a character that likes Pokemon and has money. It's a great expository scene. Uh, Totodile, which of course evolves into Croconaw, which evolves into that... Feraligator? Yes. That is correct. Oh, God, yeah. Ah, oh, Johto. We never gave you a full chance. I really hope that we get to visit Johto at some point in the Pokemon films. Obviously, we're not doing straight adaptations of the anime film, so, you know, it's unlikely that Pokemon uh, 2000 will feature Lugia and the various uh, legendary birds. But, you know, there, there, could be, there are worse Pokemon to toss in than Johto Pokemon. Oh, for sure. Johto has some. Johto has some of my favorites. Two of my favorites. I agree. Oh, Johto. I I maintain that my favorite Pokemon game, and I know this will be sacrilegious, but my favorite is Soul Silver, partially because it's Johto. I think that's a fair. I I hear a lot of people like that one. Eric, what's your favorite Pokemon game? Um, I would probably say either Emerald or Sun. Hmm. Also good ones. I and I mean, I'm assuming I... we're not including Pokemon Trozy, right? Because that's just its own perfect beast. What is this? Pokemon Trozy? Po you don't know what Pokemon Trozy is? 
I've, I've heard of it, yeah, but you'll have to refresh my memory. Pokemon Trozy. Is it one of the weird puzzle ones where it's that just the heads and you have to find groups of three? Uh, f- first of all, dude, don't freaking embarrass yourself, all right? Uh, it is the great puzzle game, and it's not three in a row, it's four in a row. And you ah. know this because the jingle in the commercial is Pokemon Trozy, four in a row, and you're good to go. Ah, of course. If only I paid attention to the theme song. Yeah, Liam, you fucking rube. (laughs) You idiot. My favorite Pokemon game is the one where you get to steal people's Pokemon. Pokemon Uh, Coliseum. I was going to say that was an honorable mention. Mm, Pokemon Coliseum. That game fucking slaps. It only lets you do doubles. It's so good. It's so good. It has a really decent Pokedex. You can get the fucking three legendary dogs within the first two hours of the game. Very fun. (laughs) The whole point of the game is you rob people of their Pokemon. Very fun. And you start with Espeon and Umbreon. Yeah. Two fun dogs. And it's the fact that it's, I I will maintain until I die that doubles is a better game mode than singles in Pokemon. Agreed. Mm, Interesting. Agreed. Way more strategy is involved. Well, I don't know if I'd say way more strategy, but like, it's not, not everything is just about like, will this person switch out their Pokemon? Like, the whole metagame doesn't just depend on that, like, guessing game. And the fact yeah. that you have two in at all times means that they're just, there's just more going on per turn, which I think helps a lot. Uh, can you tell yeah, that like, I... for plus- instance, never use Earthquake. <laughs> well, unless unless it's a flying... T- you know, exactly. Uh, there are ways around t- this. Or, I, or one of the ghosts. Can you with, tell that uh, I've spent a lot of time on Pokemon Showdown playing doubles? <laughs> oh, Sure. Uh, what's the Pokemon Samurai game that came out that one time? Oh, um, Pokemon Conquest. Pokemon Tournament? No, Conquest. No, no, no. Yeah, the, Conquest. I think. Mm-hmm. The or one that, like the, that, it was, like, it was a, it was a mashup with another franchise. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, like a Fire Emblem-esque. I don't have internet to check this. <laughs> no, and we'll never know. It's just off into the ether. Uh, my two favorite Johto Pokemon, I'm saying Johto weird, are Houndoom and Heracross, by the by. Both great choices. I'm a I'm one a big time, fan of starters. Time. I like I'm a I'm a big fan of the Squirtle line and also the Chestnut line from X and Y. <laughs> oh, Chespin! Have you seen yeah. the 2012 Chestnut line? Oh my lord! <laughs> Listen, uh, all I want from a Pokemon is it for for it to be like large and spiky and friendly. Yeah, that's Chestnut great. Lion King out on Netflix yeah. next Oof. week. Eric once went to Japan and got me a Mega Heracross. Not a real one, unfortunately, I asked, but <laughs> it was still very good. Hell yeah. I went, to a, I went to a Pokemon Center in Ikebukuro the one time I was in Japan. And I made sure to take requests as to what to bring back. <laughs> and I told him, catch me a real one. I know they have it there. He said, stop. <laughs> he said, please stop. You're an adult. <laughs> oh boy i have um, not i have not however i have not ever played the detective pikachu game samesies i have not played it either but uh, of course as previously mentioned as a detective pikachu scholar i have since looked into the game and it does follow a lot of the uh, same story beats as the film itself uh, though there is a bit of ambiguity as to the identity 
of Detective Pikachu officially. I think because they were gearing up for a sequel game that uh, was not made. Mm-hmm. Or at least has not been made yet. We don't know. The last that I heard about actual sequels for this, I hear that they kind of want to do the thing that every studio is doing, where they'll get, like, multiple things in motion. So they want to do another Pokemon movie and a Detective Pikachu 2. Detective, Detective mm. Pikachu. <laughs> Detective Pikachu. And then it'll be, like, three Detective Pikachu. And then it's just going to be jargon after that. It's going to be a codex of letters and numbers. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I might be in the minority uh, on this because, of course, I love Detective Pikachu as much, if not more, than everyone. But uh, I really just, I really think that they should wait until George R. R. Martin finishes the last Detective Pikachu book <laughs> before going too much further without source material. Like, that That could really get dangerous. You're, you're, this is so embarrassing, John. You've confused two franchises. <laughs> Uh, oh right, I'm thinking of Full Metal Alchemist. You are, that's you are my, that's of my bad. George R. R. Martin's anime, Full Metal Al- Full Full Meal Alchemist. <laughs> full Meal Alchemist. Yeah, it, I see. I tried to say metal, and and my brain was like, say metal, and my mouth was like, Ugh, I want to say meal though. Oh, Full Meal Alchemist. Hey, we're talking about Cooking Mama again, second week in a row. Am I right? Uh oh, because the game disappeared. Sure did. It's a scandal and Detective Pikachu. This? I, I have case. heard about this. I, I've i never played a Cookie Mama game this? and I, I don't care to. <laughs> Me neither. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I like I like the new uh, grass starter from Pokemon Sword and Shield because he's a drummer. Oh, I yeah. I appreciate that. Yes, Grookey. Mm-hmm. His full evolution, I can't remember the name. Rillaboom. That's it. There's so many Pokemon, guys. There's, like, at least 12. Yeah, there's more than that, actually. That's why I said at least. Fuck. Oh, I Am I the only one who thinks asked... that the uh, Rabbit Runner starter looks exactly like Grant Gustin's The Flash? Well, he's they're doing more like a soccer volleyball star thing with um, Cinder Ace by the time you get to it. Mm. Uh, I, I know this I... because I picked Score Bunny. Of course. I... I see what you're saying because both the bunny and Grant Gustin have those big, big floppy ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, you know, I, I think that's just people attaching. Like I've heard people say that Grant Gustin also looks like Bugs Bunny and the Easter Bunny, and I think it's just because of his big, big floppy ears. The color scheme is pretty mm-hmm. similar. Color scheme is mm-hmm. pretty similar, though, and and they, they, and they they do both just say their name. <laughs> <laughs> I've Great Gustin's The Flash! Yeah, I, I don't understand why people like that show so much. It is Me mostly neither. just Grant Gustin's shouting his own name at these poor other actors. Yeah, the actor's I watched name, it not the for characters. four seasons. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. It was a mistake. Uh, that's okay. I watched six seasons of Mad Men before I realized, this is a book. Ah. Uh. Fucking oh, got him, Liam. <laughs> Fucking nailed oh. Matthew Weiner to the wall. I should have asked if I was allowed to swear on this podcast. Fuck oh, shit. you're very much aware. Uh, allowed. Yes. Thank you. You're aware? <laughs> if you're aware of the curse words, you're allowed to say them. That's the rule. Okay. So, one time my friend and I, uh, we got high and wrote an outline for a Pokemon movie. And I recently found it, and I was like, this isn't that 
terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. The idea was that it was, like, Professor Oak and uh, Giovanni Rocket. I assume his full name is. Giovanni Rocket. I assume. I think it's Giovanni Ribsy. <laughs> I think it's Giovanni. Uh, you're trying to say Ribisi? Hmm? Never mind. <laughs> Sam Rockwell. Um, ah. Professor Oak and Giovanni, uh, Giovanni, quotation mark, Rocket Viridian. That's his full name. Uh, <laughs> like Roger Clemens, uh, the exactly. Rocket. Exactly. Uh, they're, they're buds, and they're out exploring Kanto, and we learn how they were friends, and what drove them apart to become bitter rivals and enemies. <sighs> like Doctor and Strange was... and Mordo, except yeah. good this Dumbledore time. and actually... Grindelwald. Uh, it's actually based on Dumbledore and Grendel from Beowulf, which is a fan fiction I wrote. <laughs> oh, yeah. incredibly offensive. Um, I really want to watch that Beowulf movie that Robert Zemeckis made. I think I did once. I have watched it. I've also watched it. I just, you know, it was before I could appreciate fine trash. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, Angelina I... Jolie's feet, like, turn into high heels? Yeah. Maybe? Oh, that's fucking good movie shit. Angelina Jolie Dragon is in some ways the first cats. Cause someone just took her uh took her, put her in a bunch of CGI and did things that uh shouldn't be done. Well they also did it with Ray Winstone. <laughs> that is that, that mm. wait, that is Beowulf in that movie, right? I'm almost positive it is. Cool. Probably. Uh and correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Ray Winston Winstone also in Cats? Yes, he, yes, he might was. be the uh, cat on the barge, right? He's, he's on I the think barge. He's the barge cat. Uh, Tom, uh, I think he is. Right? Is that his name? You know who fucking cares? <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber. Well, and, sorry, Landrew Lloyd Webber literally wrote that musical because he just likes cats. There's no deeper meaning to it. Yep, it's about cats. Who among us? <laughs> who among us? Uh, uh, here's a bit of random trivia. So cats are jellicles. Do you know what the stupid word for dogs are? I do. I do. <laughs> Fuck. Listen, we're a couple of cat aficionados here. Bunch of experts like, around here. It's, is it, it starts with a P. Pollicle. Right? Yes. It's pollicle. I could, my brain keeps wanting to say polycule. <laughs> <laughs> polycule. Oh, polycule no, dogs. that's the, uh. Well, yeah, no, it's all cats are jellicles and all dogs are in open relationships. <laughs> mm, yes. That sounds like T.S. Eliot, yeah. That, yeah. Truly. <laughs> um, oh, should we talk about Detective Pikachu? Yes. Yeah, okay. we may as well. So if Pikachu's Sherlock, who's Watson? Well, obviously the, it's Tim Goodman. Yeah, it's the kid. Well, no, no, no. Which, but if, you, if, if the Pokemon... Ah, I see. Is Watson. Psyduck. Well, then Psyduck. Psyduck. Okay, yeah, that works. I like that. And then, would that make Mewtwo Moriarty? Yes. Kind well, of. I, I mean, yeah, it's specifically I think, I think... Mewtwo with Bill Nighy's brain. I was going to say, I was going to say humans are Moriarty because we are the virus. Full circle, end of podcast. End of podcast. There we go. All right, this episode was sponsored by <laughs> nobody. Bye. Give me some money Luke and Crate. I'll say your name. Sponsored by LegalZoom.
Anyone give me any money right now? Are you a Pokemon suing another Pokemon? (laughs) (laughs) That's the only case I'm interested in. I'm not a lawyer. I just want to watch. I just want to see that because it sounds really cute. Come on down to Polyrath and Polytoad Law Offices. (laughs) We use hypnosis to make the jury fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Which, that's not a good law practice. (laughs) We've been told it's illegal, but we keep doing it. (laughs) What Pokemon do you think could go to law school? Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan, because they would look good in suits. And also, and also because they're bad people, they're prosecutors. <laughs> uh, Electabuzz. Ooh, Electabuzz would look stunning in a three-piece. What Pokemon is the most like Daredevil? The superhero? Yeah, what? Because he's also a lawyer. He's, blind. he's the lawyer he's superhero. Lawyer. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there are... Hmm. Are there any blind Pokemon? There have to be. Ableist. What? Not, no, not us. Ableist. He's calling the games. Yeah. I mean, off I the don't know top why, of but my, my head, I'm not thinking of it, but there has to be. I'm, sh- in I'm my sure mind, there is. The Pokemon, Pokemon closest to Daredevil's fighting style and color scheme is Combusken. Ooh, yeah. I could, I could see that. Or Greninja. Yeah. Or Greninja, also a good call. What happened? Or just the fucking Pokemon that are literally just dudes wearing martial arts clothing. Oh uh, yes, sock. Sock and yeah, throw sock and, and sock. Throw and sock. People, people, fuck. People talk about like Jinx and Mister Mime and all that stuff, and that's deserved. But I think hands down the worst design is sock and throw. It's so yeah. low effort. I like people are always surprised when I say like, "There's a Pokemon that's a ring of keys." There's a Pokemon that's that's a tea and a teacup. And it's still somehow better than just two it's, dudes yeah. in judo and karate wear. I remember yeah. whenever Vanillish and Vanillite and Vanillux, whatever generation they were, I, I got that game. And I remember being like, oh my god, it's so stupid that they made the ice cream one. Uh, it was a crucial uh, part of my team in beating the Elite Four in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get those ice moves. Clutch, clutch Pokemon. <laughs> So you 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 may laugh that I am use, I am fighting you with a small ice cream cone, <laughs> but I am the true champion. Your Dragonite is no match to my tasty treat. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> yes. What Pokemon dare stands against Brain Freeze? Any fire uh, type. Uh, yeah, fire, rock. Ice fighting. is not a good defensive type. <laughs> It is. It is. Mm. A, it is a good secondary type to have. On it's a yeah, or, yeah. It's no, no, no. It's a good type to have as a move, like an offensive move. It's yeah. the It's the yeah. worst defensive type. Well, and that's why that's why I rolled with a with a for alligator because you got water, you got ice. You can teach it bite. That's a dark move. Makes it great mm-hmm. against psychic types, and then you can just toss a return on him, and that's just four good moves. Yeah, solid. Solid I am fucking moveset. Really, this this podcast is just about just stroking my own ego just, just, about how much I know about Detective Pikachu out May tenth and how good I am at raising at least one Pokemon. Um, <laughs> do you find yourself when you're playing one of them Pokemon games? I find myself 
by the end of it, I just have these creatures that only know offensive moves. Like I, t- it's oh, yeah. all just attack, attack, attack. Well, yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all you need to get by in the normal, you know, the campaign version of it. It gets trickier when you're playing competitively. Does it? Yes. Interesting. I'll usually keep like a lit, uh, a leech seed or a hypnosis on leech me sometimes. Seed, yeah, leech seed's really important. So are moves like stealth rock and spikes. Uh, so mm. are like power up moves. Like a good, like uh, a good swords dance is really important sometimes. Dragon dance. Uh, maybe it, perhaps a calm focus. Yeah, a calm mind. You mean calm mind? That's what I meant. That's what yeah. I meant. That's that's a really oh, good boy. one as well. Like there, it's important <laughs> Tron, to have Tron some is, of these. Sean is mortified. You know, I I I, I just I'm I'm embarrassed at I'm myself sad. more than anyone else. I'm so sorry. I spent like a year and a half playing Pokemon Showdown almost every day, and like I also I also wrote about like competitive viability oh, no, a no, couple no. times for clickbait you articles. You misunderstand. John John is mortified that I called it calm focus when I. I understand. No, I I understand. Oh, okay. I just, cool, cool, I just cool. I just want to apologize to the listener for saying all these things. Uh, all right. I I have just gotten word that the one listener of this podcast has accepted. So you're good. <laughs> Thanks. How come How come there are two different moves that involve meteors, but they're two different types? Different kinds of meteors. Well, because one one Ooh. reference is the actual object of a meteor, and I think one is more just a metaphor for the type of punch that one is receiving. Yeah, what if this or, punch was like a meteor? What if this dragon was like a meteor? And then there's the steel A one. Draco meteor, we could say. What's the one we that could. Ross learns? What? Oh, tackle. <laughs> <laughs> No, silly goose. The one that Metagross learns. Um, oh, defense girl. Uh, it worked better the first time. Meteor mash? Shit! Is that a thing? Yes, <laughs> meteor mash. They did the meteor mash. The meteor <laughs> mash. I was working in my spaceship. <laughs> and my Pokemon night. fainted. <laughs> what a sight. Yeah, it's a steel. In Japanese, in the, in the Japan, in the Japanese version, <laughs> it's called Comet Punch. Mm. Um, what was I gonna say? D- uh, did you guys know that there's a Pokemon RPG such as Dungeons and Dragons where you not only like fight via Pokemon, you like the are trainers talk- can fight. Are you talking about Mystery Dungeon? Uh, there's a couple. Their Mystery Dungeon is might be one of them. Mystery Pokemon. Dungeon is the one where you are a Pokemon. No, so no, it no, sounds no, like no. this is different. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. This is a pen and paper RPG game where, like... Oh! Yes, I have you heard of this. You choose your yeah. type of trainer. You can be an ace trainer, a breeder, uh, you know, a gym leader, whatever. And, like, you go out and catch Pokemon, but it's all pen and paper. And when you fight, you can also, like, punch the trainer. Yep. <laughs> It's perfect. If I wasn't already working on a Detective Pikachu RPG, I would just say let's play that. But I've, I've, you know. Is this for when the Bachelor's done? Uh, it's no. This one is. Uh, it is again homebrewed from a different uh campaign. But uh, it's a uh, you know taking a, a pre-existing game and adapting it, and uh, that's gonna maybe show up on this pod. Maybe. Oh, good luck. Good luck. Uh, Get ready, listener. What game are you adapting? Uh, Honey Heist. 
Oh, oh, Honey Heist is too cute for school. Right, and it's it's the perfect fit. Uh, is it instead of bears, you're going to be Pokemon? Exactly. Yeah. And instead of crimes, it's going to be professions. Yeah, that makes sense. Eric and I played a game of Honey Heist a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Don't remember was anything it about fun? it. I, I remember there was I remember there was one point where uh there's a thing where like you roll to have a hat in that one. Yeah. Uh and I rolled the thing where I have two hats. Um and there was a part where my character and I'd had like a white a white cowboy hat, I think, on the whole time, and I there was a part where my character got mad and I switched hats to a black cowboy hat. Oh, that was good. That's that all I re- that's all I remember game. from Honey Heist. <laughs> Uh, Westworld, gotta... another another franchise where uh, people can put their brains inside of different other people, you know, and and in some ways, I guess that makes Westworld the Detective Pikachu of television. Also, because they both star Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Also true. All right, you had a question uh, though, John. I did. I did have a question for you boys. Many moons because ago. Th- 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 this, you know, this podcast talks a lot about Detective Pikachu, uh, a delightful film about an yeah, animal that? who has a job. There is about to be a reboot movie coming out that features a CGI animal performing a task. And that is the live-action Disney reboot of the Fox Robin Hood tale. Have you heard of this? Yes. Did they say that they were doing the animals, or are they just doing a Robin Hood movie? They have announced that they are doing a reboot of specifically the animated Robin Hood movie. I don't believe they have specified that it will be the same kind of animation style they've been doing for their past movies, which is just, let's just take the animated ones and now just make all the animals look real. But if I had to guess, just because that is their M.O. at the moment. Well, either that or they can just reuse assets and just make him look like the dude from Zootopia. Well, I guess I guess my main question about this is I know that the uh, original animated Robin Hood movie uh, was a huge sexual awakening for a lot of people, and I'm wondering if this one can live up to that legacy. Well, and that's the same kind of question I'm bringing to you guys. Not so much whether or not uh, Robin Hood will be hot in this new movie, because I think it's safe to say that he will be. Uh, I don't think you can make. Oh, that I think they'll fuck it unhot. up. Uh, they, they've made they've made a, a lot of unhot Robin Hoods. That's true. Well, but how many of them have been foxes besides the None. one that is hot? But again, I think I, that's the I that's think the they're going to chicken out and make it just a live action Robin Hood. I don't think they're going to do animals. I d- uh, I think that would be a mistake. Yeah, given... I think it's going to be a mistake. They they make mistakes constantly. Yeah. Well, and if I'm being honest, I pray for a mistake, because that means that it leads me into my next prompt. Detective Pikachu can take full advantage of this by, in the sequel, making Detective Pikachu hot. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you guys about, is what, what, how, how can we make Detective Pikachu hot for the sequel? Well, we did, uh, we did turn him into Ryan Reynolds at the end of the last yeah. one. Yeah. Have you and seen I, Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> very good looking man <laughs> so and i'm just and We're while i'm sure here. that we i'm sure that we could think of something else but i don't know if we can top that well i and and i have a couple of because this is again something I, i've spent a lot of time thinking about now you are very right. right that ryan reynolds is detective pikachu by the end 
So maybe in uh, the sequel, do we just give uh, Ryan Reynolds big, floppy, Pikachu slash Grant Gustin style ears, and then yes. just also have him have electric electric powers? Yes, we'll 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 shock him until he has electricity powers, superhero style. Mm. We'll tie him up to a big Tesla coil, mm. and on a stormy, stormy night. We'll put a kite up out of our castle, and we'll shock Ryan Reynolds until he gets power. My Does plan, that mean we have plan... to kill Ryan Reynolds first? <laughs> no, we won't kill him. My okay. my plan did for this. My plan. Die. Sorry, did Frankenstein die? I don't think so. He's dead at the beginning. That's yeah, how they dead. get him to be shocked. So they're gonna make him double alive. Oh. Wow. Okay, I have I have a I have a counter proposal. Instead of okay. instead of doing something to make Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu any sexier, what if at the end of the next movie Psyduck turned into Julia Fox? Ooh, okay, mm. I like this. What if we made all of the Pokemon look like the apparently hot high schoolers from Beastars? <laughs> oh, this have you guys heard of this? Goes over my head. I it's a Netflix it, anime where the whole the whole purpose of this anime is just that, like, hey, what if animals were high schoolers and hot? Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh god, that thing it uh, it creeps me out. The, yeah, the idea is like a wolf boy falls for a bunny girl. Is that is that my right? Yes, wolf boy loves bunny girl. Bunny girl loves sex. Uh, oh. but wolf boy scared of <laughs> oh, sex because he wolf. Uh, also, I believe I have only seen like one video essay on this show. I haven't watched any of the show itself. I believe there is a deer, and the deer is cool boy who have sex with bunny girl. Damn. I don't love that. <laughs> if I'm being honest. So we don't want to do that to Detective Pikachu. Eric and I are are, are kind of odd in that we've gotten into many fights with our, our friend Tom over the fact that they want to fuck Pokemon and we don't. Well, okay, whoa, whoa. Mm. They want to fuck specifically Mewtwo. Okay, uh, that's true. I think they've said Pokemon in general just to get a rise out of me. But it's specifically Mewtwo that does it for them. Yeah. Which that does really track. Thick, powerful thighs, John, on that giant psychic mouse uh cat cat mm, bad bad uh you don't want you don't want to feel those tender thighs wrapped around your head sure don't but i have you a different can, idea can, here's a here's how do we tie this back to detective pikachu you can watch the rippling musculature of mewtwo Ugh. in that movie I mean, Mewtwo will hypothetically be back in the sequel, as much as I, I hate to legitimize this idea in any way. Feel free true. to rewatch the trailer. I'm right about this. How do you know Mewtwo's going to be back in the sequel? They beat him. I mean, I'm I'm assuming, because at the very least, at the end of the first movie, he's not oh, right. dead. They, like, he's just him. Yeah, he's like, go off, do your thing. Exactly. He'll, he'll he's in. one of the go-off kings. Go off, be he's free. One of the go off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, you can catch them streaming every Thursday. <laughs> That's right. Also, I do think that in order to make Detective Pikachu the sequel peak sexy, I do think we, as and I hate to say it, but I do think we need to replace Justice Smith with Dune Timothy Chalamet. You don't hate to say that. 
you've been wanting to say that the whole time. If you're gonna, <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna your tell me pocket. a statement, at least have the fucking. I to be can honest. neither confirm nor deny. And if you wish to continue trying to pin this claim on me, I must ask that you speak with my lawyers, Polyrom Polyto. <laughs> I can't. Every time I go to visit them, I get sleepy. Here's my hot take about the Chalamet Doom pick. Uh, that dude that shoots all of them, that cinematographer, he also did Rogue One. Uh, he should check out Colors. Mm, <laughs> that is that is quite the take. I don't know if he's heard about these things called Colors. They're awesome when used correctly. To go back to the Well, anime, he might not see color. To go back to the anime thing... <laughs> To go back to the anime thing, no, if you Eric, were if no, you were going please. to turn if you were going to do a sexy, uh, dramatic anime, who is your main character? Governor Cuomo. <laughs> I meant with, I, I meant nipple ring. Which Pokemon? Well, okay. Answer. To answer the first question, yes, nipple rings, and also now he's got four nipples, like a cat. Like a cat. Uh, and then to answer your question, Eric, which Pokemon, I guess if we're trying to make, I mean, does the Pokemon have, to, are we operating Gardevoir. under the assumption that both are going to be, oh, what is this vanilla shit you're bringing to me, Liam? <laughs> oh, Gardevoir, Shexy, get out of here, man. You thought you had something. No, it's Heracross, <laughs> Liam. It's Heracross. Heracross, Heracross is, is hot and you know it. But, but Gardevoir can lead a show is what I'm saying. Oh, Gardevoir interesting. Has the chops to lead a show. You don't think Heracross? I've seen Gardevoir. I've seen Gardevoir. Gardevoir do Midsummer Night's Dream. She was bottom. She stole the show. <laughs> stole the show. Can I ask who played Titania? Uh, you can. It was Psyduck as Julia Fox. <laughs> I also I also realized that uh, with the Netflix anime, there's literally just a Pokemon that's just like a, a sexy bunny. Like they made that already. We don't even there's have to do anything. There's also a Pokemon that's like a Steel Power Ranger man. <laughs> anyway, my, again, my anyway my main character would be a Ludicolo. Oh, Ludicolo! That's the best answer I've heard all day. The big <laughs> the big furry man with yeah the the, the bartender in Detective Pikachu. Yes. Should he or should he not be played by Jack Black if they give more Pokemon voices? That's a pretty good choice, honestly. Yeah, shit, that's a good choice. Right? Let's think of what some celeb, what like good celebrities like that, that voice Pokemon. Not to, not to. I wrote what... a whole listicle about this exact idea oh, in then, 2018. Then <laughs> let's fucking not do it. <laughs> I. I will say not to get like uh, sincere about like the topic that we're supposed to be talking about, but the part in the Detective Pikachu trailer that made me think, actually, maybe this will be a good funny movie, is when Ludicolo like emerges. Oh yeah. Uh, no, for he... me, it's when I saw live action Pokemon moving in the real in the world, and that's when I thought this is going to be was... a good movie. I was not and I was sold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was not sold on a lot of the designs of the Pokemon. The way the Charizard looked really did not thrill me. Uh, the 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 general aesthetic as like what if Pokemon, but they were realistic kind of drawings that you'd see from like ten years ago. 
uh, didn't yeah, do it for me. Yeah, they hired like eight of those deviant artists. Yeah, exactly. That I was a little worried on that front. Then like Ludicolo and Mr. Mime came in and was like, oh, it can be funny though. That's good. That's fine. I will also say, um, I showed the Detective Pikachu trailers to my mom when they came out. Um, because she was big into Pokemon when I was a kid and like also into Pokemon. Um, nice. Yeah. And she doesn't watch like any movies and I kind of expected her to think like, Oh, that looks terrible. And instead she was completely charmed by it. And it was the first movie she saw in theaters in like years. <laughs> oh, wow. That's the kind of heartwarming stories that we like to hear on this podcast. And it really just goes to show how, how important this film is. Yeah, More sorry sorry to pivot from fucking Gardevoir. No, yeah, this is the Ill. perfect no. pivot. I love to hear yes. stories about just people who love Detective Pikachu and don't want to fuck Gardevoir. That's <laughs> two of my favorite things for a person to think. And then we all then I went and saw the I went and saw the movie with my mom and my brother, and we all had a nice time. I thought it was a perfectly fine movie. I didn't think it was amazing, but I didn't think it was bad either. That's the end of that story. Alright, well now I'm cutting off Eric's mic. And Sorry. It's cut. <laughs> I think it's the greatest movie ever made. Uh it deserved all of the Academy Award nominations it got, which I think was twelve, the most any movie ever got ever. Mm-hmm. And the only uh, movie that's better is Lilo and Stitch, as we all know. And Twitter will always agree with. Liam and Eric, I want to thank both of you so much. It's always a delight to have uh, folks who are not only funny, but also happen to know a whole heck of a lot about Pokemon. So this was a real treat. And I would like to... Yeah, normally when we talk about Pokemon on a podcast, we're drunk for it. So this was a nice change of pace. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, where can people, where can said listener and said sponsor find you guys on the internet? What would you like to plug? <laughs> well, wouldn't you know it? We are the uh, creators and hosts and producers of a bunch of podcasts on a little network called the Major Casts Network. So you can mm. go check us out there. Uh, and if you like punk rock, I produce podcasts for the hard times and you can go find it where you find websites yep you can find us at majorcastnetwork.com or on itunes or stitcher uh we together do a podcast called we are experts which is where we uh pick a topic that that neither of us and also tom who is our third host know anything about uh, and then we speculate wildly on what it is uh Uh, we've yet to be right (laughs) (laughs) weirdly enough we don't we don't have a high success rate uh i'm also a freelance writer you can find my work around the internet i'm on stuff like fanbite brightwell dark room uh paste magazine that kind of thing my name is eric mcadams you can find me out in the world uh if you tell your deepest darkest secret to a sparrow in three days i will appear in your mirror liam senior that is unfortunately (laughs) the only way to get in contact with liam except for his twitter handle which is at it's liam senior and i am at eric mcadams ug all right that's all the plugs are done (laughs) all right the plugs are done the bar is closed and all i have to say is kids stay shocking I keep doing (laughs) finger guns every time I do it.